Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Chemically Dependent with me, Kim Fuego Miles. Today's episode is the very first episode of the reboot of Chemically Dependent. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's topic is going to be a story time, but warning. If you have any type of fear, disbelief, or opposition, or whatever your feelings are towards the supernatural, if you just aren't into that type of thing, and you just, you know, you just don't believe in it and it goes against your core values, please do not listen to this episode. Fair warning. So let's get into it. So I guess I should start by the beginning, from the beginning. Um, and this is kind of a long story, but I'll try and make it as brief as I can. So a long time ago, there was a guy that I grew up with. He and I were about a month apart in age. Um, we were the same age, but he was like a month older than me. And we would play together a lot and fight together a lot. And I didn't understand why he always wanted to fight me. Just all the time, he would just see me and like, oh, Kim, shut up. And, you know, just want to hit me. And I'm like, why is he doing this to me? Why can't we just play? Why can't we just be cool? And, you know, being a little girl, I didn't realize what that meant. And everybody's like, oh, he likes you. That's why he's doing that. I'm like, well, I don't like it. I want him to stop. But, you know, of course he didn't. Flash forward to our teenage years. I, you know, start to go through the whole little turn into a woman thing, the hormones. And, you know, I'm into boys, into him, have have a huge crush on him. And he's still hitting me and telling me to shut up when I'm talking and just being rude. And everybody's saying, oh, it's because he likes you. It's, it's just because he likes you. And I think I kind of knew that, you know, after a while I started to see that. But for some reason, he just did not you know, take the steps or make the effort to let me know that he was into me. He would rather play fight me than to tell me, hey, I like you or whatnot, or unless maybe he didn't, but I think he really did. So anyway, flash forward to our 20s. Um, he was a bit of a, a troublemaker. Even back in the day when we were younger, he used to do all types of really bad things, like really, really bad things that got him in a lot of trouble. And he was known for stealing cars and radios and stuff. And he had been doing that since he was, I don't know, maybe 13 or younger. So he went to prison for a while, not in his teens, but, you know, flash forward to our 20s, he was in prison for a while. And he came home when we were about 25. And he comes home and I still like him. And but I'm nervous. I want to tell him I'm I'm nervous to tell him because of the type of person he is. And then I didn't know if he was going to hit me or not because that's just what he did. He was goofy and just thought it would, was funny and fun to do and oh it's no big deal. It's just Kim, so I can hit her upside the head. What's she going to say or do about it? And you know, it was just like weird, but when he came home, he actually kind of changed. He grew up a little bit. Like he wasn't hitting me. He talked to me different. He flirted with me more. And it was just kind of weird, but I liked it, you know, sort of. And I don't know. He just, he never, he still never really got those words out. And I don't know if it's because maybe we had known each other for so long and our families called each other family. Like, you know, we would say our families were like cousins, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really view him that way. But the rest of his family, yeah, they were like my cousins or whatever. Um, 
it's weird, I know. But um, he, you know, we'd never crossed the line at all. Um, so we just stayed friends. So that one night he's out, he's hanging out with friends or whatever, and somebody mentions their car radio gets stolen. Um, one of the guys assumes it's him because that's what he's known for. Uh, they get into it. He's thinking, oh, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to fight and that, that'll be that, you know, we'll shoot the fair ones and that'll be it, you know, cause we settled it cause we fought, but no, the fight turned into something more. And long story short, um, one of our friends that we grew up with kills him. That devastated me to my core to like no end. It was so bad and it hurt me so much. And I really didn't know how to handle it. And it, I had to hide it because I didn't want anybody saying, oh, you're still mourning over him. You're still grieving over that boy because everybody else had moved on like really fast. And I just couldn't because I loved him. But, you know, that's it. I had to eventually. So fast forward to a few years ago, maybe about four, six years ago, somewhere around there. I'm not quite sure. I hadn't thought about him in a very, very long time, like at all. And I'm not going to say patent thought about, but not as intensely as I had. He popped in my brain just out of nowhere. And it got to the point to where I couldn't get him out of my head. And I'm like, wow, this is so weird. He just came in out of nowhere, just from nowhere. And one night I was in my bedroom and I, was, I wasn't sleeping. I was getting ready to go to sleep. So I worked the next day and I look over and I see a shadow. It startled me, to say the least, and I was just stunned and couldn't move. As I looked at it, the silhouette of the shadow was him. And I knew it was him because I knew what he looked like. And it just, it freaked me out, but it didn't. Um, so then it goes away, I don't see it. And then all of a sudden, I see him. Like the next day, I see him. And he's just standing and he's not saying anything to me. And we're both just kind of staring at each other. And I'm so scared out of my mind, but at the same time, I'm not. And I wanted to know like why he was there. Why after all this time did you show up and did you come to me? Like, what do you want is, you know, what can I do for you? So then finally, I just said out loud, instead of, you know, thinking in my head, I just said out loud, well, what do you want? I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know what you want from me. Can you? Is there a way you can tell me what you want? I don't really know how to communicate with you. And this happened for about three days. I did not understand why he was there. Like, I didn't. And so I told my sister about it. I really didn't want to, but I, I told her. And I think I told my mom. And so they were like, oh, wow, that is so weird. And I'm like, yeah, that's so strange. And I don't know why it happened and where he came from just out of the blue. So I'm at work. And this is the third third or fourth day, the fourth day. And I'm at work and I have my phone on and it rings. It's my sister. I answer because I'm thinking it's an emergency. She says, hey, remember when you told me you saw blah, 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 you know, like a few days ago. I said, yeah. She said, well, they just found his dad um, dead in his car and he had been missing for about three days and they just found him. When I tell you chills ran up and down my 
my arms and my spine, it, it freaked me out. I had goosebumps. I was so afraid. It's like, that's what he was trying to tell me, or that's what I'm assuming he was trying to tell me because they could not find his dad for days. Like they reported him missing and they were looking all over for him. Nobody could find him. He was inside of his garage. And I don't know if he, I don't know exactly what the cause of death was. I'm assuming, cause I believe I heard it was a heart attack, but I'm not sure, but nobody looked in the garage and I couldn't believe it. Like no one just, just no one thought to look in there, but that's what happened. And it scared me and it, it freaked me out. And my sister's like freaking out. Like, that's why he came to you. That's what he wanted to tell you. He was trying to get you to help him. And I really do believe that. I really do believe that that's why he came to me. No one has ever like spiritually like crossed over and came to me before. No one's ever done it. I've always thought I felt someone in the room before, which I'm sure a lot of you have felt that way. You felt like, oh, this it's cold in here or it's breezy or I just felt this weird feeling go through my body or, you know, I just feel a weird vibe. And you think, is it that person? But no one's ever came to me in that form before. And so it kind of, it scared me, but it didn't, but it does. And I don't want I don't want anyone else to do that to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to be one of those people who can see them or speak to them or anything like that. So that's why that freaked me out because I don't know, like, I, I don't know why that happened. I mean, it was good seeing him. I'll say that. But it's scary as hell, as you can imagine. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what happened with that. And I don't know if a lot of people or if there are other people who've, who've had this experience. I know that people have said said that they did. Sometimes I don't know if I believe them, but I, I honestly have had this experience. And it wasn't quite the first time, but the other time it was like people I didn't know. And I thought maybe I was just seeing things. I chalked it up to that. Like, oh, you're losing your mind. You're just seeing things. But seeing someone you actually know for a few days coming to you for a few days and, and not leaving or leaving and coming back and just staring at you. That's, yeah, that's weird. And it made me feel like I was crazy, but I knew I wasn't. And just her telling me for the amount of time that he was there, that was the amount of time they were looking for his dad. It's like he was sending a clue or something or trying to get a message out to someone to find his dad. And I felt so bad because I had no way of knowing or anything because I can't talk to him. I couldn't talk to him. So I just really wondered, like, of all people, why come to me? Why not go to your mom, your brother or your sister or somebody like that? Like, why me? I don't know. You tell me what you think of it. And if you've ever experienced something like that, I would definitely love to hear it like these things they kind of scare me a little bit but at the same time they pique my interest and I just I want to know like I want to know what your experience was how you handled it and what did you do if anything so everybody that's the end of my little supernatural story my ghost of Christmas past even though it wasn't Christmas <laughs> um everybody please thank you for listening but please be safe out there because you know, this COVID is real. Wash your hands constantly. Stay six feet apart. Do whatever you got to do. Just be safe.